Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out, except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode number 23. Are you suffering successfully? Life has value only because of the expectation that at any moment it might end. We only value good health because of the expectation of sickness and disease. We only value youth because of the expectation of old age. The promise of life explains Christianity's cult of suffering and death. Jesus told his friends, take up my cross and follow me. Whoever saves his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will save it. Eternal life can be cherished only in the shadow of eternal death. Hell follows from heaven, just as hot from cold, up from down, and birth from death. Schopenhauer said, after your death, you will be what you were before your birth. Suicide is illegal. It's a crime because it is the ultimate expression of individuality and personal freedom. Suicide is the chief cornerstone of all human rights. If you don't control your mind and your body, then you control nothing. If you don't own your mind and body, then you own nothing. Your body and mind are absolutely unique. There is no other mind and no other body in the universe identical to yours. And in the life history of the universe, from the Big Bang to the Big Chill, there never will be another creature exactly like you. When you arrive in the world, you bring your mind and body. And when you leave this world, you will carry them away. Your mind and your body belong to you. No other person or group has the right or the privilege to dictate what you must and must not do with them. If you don't possess your mind and your body, 
then you have nothing. All men should have an abortion, but no women. If you were compelled to describe your whole life in a single sentence, what would it be? Pilate demanded this of Jesus. I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. How did Jesus respond to Pilate? How did Jesus sum up his life's work in a single sentence? He said, I tell the truth. There are a hundred right ways to interpret and explain the life and mission of Jesus. He was a philosopher. He was a teacher. He was a revolutionary. He was a criminal. But how did Jesus himself see his mission in life? I testify to the truth. What would Jesus think of a liar? Life is short, but truth lives long. Speak the truth, said Schopenhauer. Most people think that what's in their head must be true, or it wouldn't be there in the first place. The greatest enemy of truth is belief. People believe every kind of exaggeration, half-truth, total falsehood, and uncritical assumption, just as if it is truth, and cling to it just as ferociously. The tomb was empty. No one witnessed a resurrection. The four gospel stories of what happened are replete with disagreements, contradictions, and discrepancies. No one before or since has ever walked out of his grave, but Jesus had many friends with a motive to steal his body. And then, as now, grave robbers are not uncommon. Why then do I believe? Why do you? How did this belief find its way into my head if I'm not sure it's true? We need to believe in something. You need to believe in something. You need to have beliefs and convictions, but almost from the moment of birth, you are told to obey and to conform. You don't know how to think for yourself. You never learned, and to teach you is blasphemy. You repeat what you are told and adopt as your own beliefs and convictions, other people's opinions. Truth is much more difficult to find than simply asking your friends or the television machine. Your mind is filled with truths that are untrue, false truths, put there by other people to help them cope with their own doubt and uncertainty. Why does not knowing 
make a belief feel more true. There is a profound difference between truth and belief, just like the difference between a picture of a rose and a real rose. Is there anything more difficult than not deceiving oneself? Schopenhauer said, every rose has a thorn, but there are many a thorn without a rose. It is difficult to think for yourself and dangerous. You will walk alone through fire, but you will walk with the gods, said Bukowski. Most people would rather die than have an original thought. And they do, day after day, by the dozens. It's safe in the crowd with the other rule followers and role players. You will be forced to sacrifice nine-tenths of your individuality in order to accept and conform to the illusions and expectations of others. But if you've lost your car keys and you don't know it yet, then the keys are still in your pocket, though they're locked inside your car. And if you've lost your freedom and you don't feel like a prisoner, then you are still free, though you are locked in an iron cage. Your feelings of freedom only indicate the extent to which you are a prisoner of other people's expectations. You feel free because you are a prisoner. You feel like a prisoner because you are free. If you feel free, it's because you consume other people's rules and expectations and accept them as your own. You are what you eat. Your mind is your cage. You are your prison. You feel free because you are both prisoner and prison guard. On the other hand, if you feel like a prisoner, it's because your cage is on the outside, independent of you, compelling and coercing you from without rather than from within. Because you feel like a prisoner, you are free. Truth is blind, irrational. Truth is the source in an infinite ocean of freedom. Truth, freedom, and self-knowledge are like three sides of a triangle. Only through solitude are you truly free. If you don't leave the herd, you will never know freedom. Freedom means to always feel alone, but to never feel lonely. Sometimes you have to be your own best friend. If you don't find freedom, you will never know yourself. Self-knowledge means to see yourself with your own eyes and not just as a reflection 
in the eyes and in the lives of others. If you don't know yourself, you will never be able to let go of your beliefs and expectations and see the world as it really is. Truth means to see the world, not as you desire and expect it to be, but just as it is. Many are called, but few are chosen, said Jesus. If suffering is not a question, then it is an answer, and we are condemned to choose. Is it better to stop pushing than to roll the stone up a hill only for it to roll down every time it nears the top? But Sisyphus doesn't stop pushing. He doesn't surrender because he suffers with purpose. He suffers successfully. So we must imagine Sisyphus happy. You don't read a novel just to know the end of the story or listen to a song just to hear the final notes. The empty space between words and the silence between notes are just as important as the words and notes themselves. Pay attention to yourself. One minute you feel happy, and the next minute you feel unhappy. It just happens. There's no reason or explanation for it. Not really. It's the little joys, the little disappointments, life's little moments in the space between happiness and unhappiness that are just as important. Your suffering is the result of freedom, but your happiness is impossible without it. Suffer successfully. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, The Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to The Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.